Peter Tosh, Mama Africa. Um, it's what? It's 34 minutes after 10. So, you know, A-teamers, we're going to speak business. And I'm, try, I'm trying my level best not to sound excited. <laughs> no, honestly, I'm trying my level best not to sound excited because I love farming. And I believe that farming is one of the best ways to to make sure that what we have in terms of land is utilized to feed us and the generations to come. So every time we speak to Nongkosi, and Nongkosi educates us on farming businesses, I get very excited, very, very excited. Uh, like today, we're going to be talking about pig farming, how to start a business in this uh, pig farming industry, what is required, and how, what sort of money can we make? And yes, definitely feed mouths and sustain ourselves as Africans. Very, very important. And I'd love to hear from you if you've already started a piggery or if you're about to start, if you've got questions. Um, interact with us, please. You can send SMSs to 41391. You can even call in on 0866 zero two zero three two or send a whatsapp to zero six one four one zero four one zero seven nonkosi thank you so very much for joining us good evening good evening Manduli and eight months out there thank you so much la 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 i'm not going to start <laughs> this conversation without talking yes. about the huge event that happened last week uh amanda omnonto's Gala Dinner. This is an annual event. It was big. We spoke about it before, but we need to highlight. So give us some of the highlights. I see it was very auspicious. Thank you so much, Manduli, and thank you to some of the ATMAs who were able to attend. It was such a wonderful conference we had. Remember, we had it for two days before the Gala Dinner, and um, the Deputy Minister of the DTIC, Nomalungelo Kina, with a whole host of uh, you know, her people from IDC, NEF, CIFA, they were there. We were treating the subject of funding, which was so interesting because a lot of people got their eyes opened uh, when it came to how should they apply for this funding, what are the criteria, and we then went straight into other businesses the next day before we went into our glorious and awards gala dinner which was marvelous because it was the first time we had it and i think everybody was there we're so excited about it and people won awards um just to encourage them to keep on keeping on in the area of entrepreneurship as you as we believe man dude we need more entrepreneurs in this country people are going to really make a difference it was such a beautiful event thank you so much Next year, I'm definitely going to be part of this event and I'm going to get an award and my award is going to be for just <laughs> being nice. <laughs> Actually, next year is going to be even bigger. We may even do it earlier in May, uh, looking at Africa Month. Wow. Because, you know, Africa, I mean, South Africa hasn't been really, uh, in my view at least, participating fully to this inter-Africa trade, especially uh, people that we normally target as entrepreneurs or emerging businesses. We need to elevate them, open the, the, those opportunities and get them to move. And we'll be even having, you know, the, 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 the fifth, what they call it, fifth estate or fifth state, the diaspora. Um, so, yeah, but let's not talk much about it uh, this time around. <laughs> 
Now, I, we're talking uh, starting a pig farm business. I've been yeah. to a pig farm. I remember I was much, much younger. Um, and when I got there, I think pigs are the cutest little animals, right? I got that there, no, man, the stench. <laughs> and, you know, I went off pork for a long time as a child yeah. because all I could remember is the stench. But it seems like a very profitable business. So how does one start a farm business? If you may allow me to you said something very interesting just on your opening remarks that imagine all of us using the land, farming, um, you know, getting ourselves some food. You know, the, the, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, uh, it starts with this physiological aspect of our lives, breathing, food, water, and all that. So a country that is able to feed itself is able to really start dreaming and and moving beyond just the, the issues of the stomach. And this is the basis of life, the basics of life. And we need to talk more about this. Pigs, <laughs> they are such a, a, an important aspect of um, the food value chain globally, um, first and foremost. You must remember uh, countries across the world. Remember, Manduli, about what, two weeks ago when we said, I think UNDP, uh, told us that we have reached about a billion people on this, which means mouths that are opening up to be fed. They are growing more than those that are closing up. So when it comes to this um, uh, protein, which is pigs, we, we literally are sitting with a huge amount of, feed, of pigs in the world, which is 784 million. Half of that is produced in China, and, and the second one being U.S., European Union, and Brazil. They hold a large market share when it comes to pig production. And you are saying it's, it's, it, it's smelly. Yes, it is. I think if you're not farming properly, because um, you've got to understand, Manduli, you've got to follow certain protocols when you are farming uh, any livestock, including pigs. All livestock, actually, they've got their own... Uh, sort of a unique smell, but if it is farmed properly, you are not going to have <laughs> the smell, which I'm not sure where you you smelt it from, but probably it must have been a place that, uh, you know, I'm not sure whether it had proper protocols in terms of farming. Uh, but generally, if you farm everything, including pigs accordingly, yes, there will be a smell, but not that which can really cause a person to run away. Okay, so at least there are ways of making uh, a pig farm yeah. not so smelly. Uh, because your it is a very tasty meat. As Kulumek, when it comes to starting this business, what are the things that you need to have, especially when it comes to capital and equipment? And the, the, the land size, does it need to be big? Yeah, I think firstly, you, you need to adhere to the safety measures and standards and all that. Um, because if you are to farm on pigs, there is this thing called EIA, the Environmental Impact Assessment. It, it's, it's actually a requirement, even when you are doing uh, chickens, as an example, uh, because of the fact that there's a lot of uh, waste that comes out of this, the very smell you've spoken about, and the fact that it cannot be closer to the, the residential area. So... There are a whole lot of factors that you've got to look at when you are saying, I want to be a pig farmer. So 
the department um, does help um, a lot in terms of such processes like the EIA because that's the first process. Um, it, it, it can take quite a while, sometimes up to a year. Uh, I think those are just issues that need to be dealt with in terms of um, business processes by government in particular to ensure they fast track the entry of people who want to do such farming as peak farming. So you do need land, definitely. And the size of the land obviously depends. Um, piggery farming doesn't need a large tracts of land like 20 hectares or 30 hectares, but it's just a question of even within a hectare, because a hectare is just the size of the football field, uh, will be more than sufficient because you're putting peak uh, houses, you know, uh, for, for, for pigs to grow from there. Uh, but as long as, again, it adheres to the uh, the things I've already said in terms of not being close to to residential and, and, and all the procedures that you the department would sort of like have to give you in terms of how do you need to farm. So that's that's essentially what you need. The capital, um, uh, pigs are, are one of those um, animals that are not that uh, too capital intensive, to be honest. If you are just going to be doing it from the emerging uh, aspect of it, you know, where you are starting with five or ten pigs, um, you 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 can start. Uh, it depends where where you buy it from, but you don't need a lot of money, unlike uh, other you know sectors where you need uh, hundreds of thousands of rent. You can just start from there and grow. You know, ten thousand or or twenty thousand rent. I've seen people in our uh, group starting pigs literally with a very little amount of money, uh, as long as you've got your boar, because there's now a ratio as to how many sows can one boar sort of like mate. Uh, but generally, again, uh, much of the, 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 the sows these days are sort of like artificially inseminated, so which makes it even easy for, for as long as you've got uh, where you're going to buy the spam to be able to inseminate the pigs. Mm. I, yeah. Maktou IGM always happening. It's not a joke, right? Even the, <laughs> even the bacon we are eating has been artificially inseminated. So uh, let's talk about the sort of breeds and uh, pigs that we have. I mean, here in South Africa specifically, are there many breeds and which ones are more profitable? Well, there, there are many breeds uh, of pigs because pigs comes in different shapes and sizes and uh, and all sorts of, of breeds. I, I don't have exactly the types right now in front of me in terms of these specifics, uh, but but you'd find there's almost 50 breed types. Um, and, and these breed types, uh, some of them are import-based because they've been imported into the country, coming from other countries, uh, and others are just local. And, and there will be those uh, breeds which are normally uh, found, you know, uh, loitering around that you call, you know, your, you, you know, those breeds that re- literally a makaya, we are born a lama breeds, we told ningulubeleya, samakaya. But generally, there's a whole lot of these types of breeds. Some of them are called called group SA land race and all of that. These are all types, which means you have got to know uh, what type of breed you need to produce. But what determines that is the market. Uh, because like anything else, if you are farming or producing, you're producing not just for yourself, but you're producing for the market. Because those will have to do with the fat content and uh, and the meat uh, quality 
and what type of breed uh, does that particular market want? I mean, you to call Manduluwe, like I was talking about the, you know, China being the largest producer of uh, of, of pigs. Um, in South Africa, we we have got uh, uh, quite a lot of work that has been done over years to make sure that uh, we grow our pig production, and and as such, uh, there's been a little uh, lesser imports of pigs into our country than what we are able to uh, produce for ourselves, which is very good. And, and, and so these are all the factors that surround this market when it comes to pig production. And in South Africa, I mean, has the pig farming industry changed uh, over the last couple of years? And if it has, uh, tell us what the changes have been. Indeed, drastically it has changed over the past few decades. Um, but again, there are quite a lot of factors which have caused such change. Um, again, two things that I, I think I, I need to highlight because we, we, we have what your, your commercial pig farmers, which uh, uh, have been sort of like increasing when you compare to your um, emerging farmers. Um, this, this is a result of quite a lot of challenges like uh, uh, diseases and maybe the feed, which is a very, very important part of pig production. You know, feed uh, generally, even across all livestock, if you talk chickens, you talk pigs, you talk uh, other animals, they tend to uh, uh, form more than 60% of what is your cost of growing a pig. So in this instance, that has really had an impact in terms of what changes do we have. Uh, a lot of, like I've said, of our farmers who are doing pig production have literally gone out of business, maybe because of the very same issues I'm mentioning, which has to do with diseases and maybe a, a, a feed itself. But again, there's been an element of climate, climate change um, where, you know, uh, climate change affects us all, and it affects even the way we are doing business, including uh, agriculture. So that has been part of the of the issues which has caused some real changes in South African environment when it comes to piggery. You, you talk of health and disease. Um, maybe for farmers who are going into, um, you know, the pig farming industry, let's highlight some of the things they need to look out for because, you know, at the back of our minds, we say pigs eat anything, pigs, uh, uh, you know, bathe in mud. So they're supposed to be the, the the simplest animals to rear, but this is not the case. Yes, there are real challenges, which I think as a pig farmer, you need to look out for in order for your your pigs uh, to, to, to grow well. Um, generally, it's these uh, disease and health-related matters. And there are normally three uh, common problems that uh, many pig farmers experience, one of which is malnutrition, which has to do with the fact that the food is too little and maybe it's too watery or it's rotten or it's toxic. We, you know, when you are growing these uh, creatures for, for the market, you can't just, um, uh, you know, give them anything and feed them anything. You've got to give them the good nutritious food and normally this food therefore comes from these big industries. With Patule has been the major challenge um, right across the, 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 the animal emerging farming space. And, 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 and our 
our agitation has always been to say, please, uh, we need uh, some form of assistance from the institutions to create the value chain and create our feed uh, that is going to lower the cost of doing business in this space. And the other one, which is one of the challenges, is the, the, what is called the scores, the diarrhea, you know, in young pigs. If, if you cannot maintain that and, and, and assist uh, these pigs with uh, uh, proper care when it comes to medical uh, care, it, it, that, that would become a problem for your, for your pigs. And there's the itchy disease skins. These are mainly the three areas which I thought I should just mention, which tend to affect people who are doing piggery. But importantly, the, the issue of biosecurity becomes very, very key because diseases get to be spread mainly uh, you know, by pigs, by people, or bad food, and vehicles that move into the farm and work. As you see, when you get into some of these structures, uh, you, you, you would step onto uh, this dish that has got some water, even for your shoes, so that when you get in, you don't carry your disease into, into this. That's what you call biosecurity. Um, and then that has to do with protecting your pigs uh, so that your pigs will not have to uh, inherit the diseases that you are bringing in to the, the environment. Oh, wow. So at least there mm. are ways to mitigate these sort of challenges. I've got an, yeah. a voice note from an ATM. Let's go to it. Thank you, Sister Patricia, to bring on course. And uh, Sister Patricia, uh, I, 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 want to, I, I want to be part of... Um, um, I want to be part of. Um, uh, I want to be part of um, uh, agriculture. I remember what I said last time when I spoke to Nongosi, and then I want to be to to involve with the stock farming, and in um, stock farming, like goats and um, yeah, like goats because I, I did the research that um, I found that. Uh, in Germany, they want a pig. They like that uh, the pig uh, meat, and also in United Arab Emirates, they like goats. Tunisia, they like goats. So now my problem, as I said last time, and uh, I don't have a funding. I, I don't know how I can I access funding in order to start because I do have a land, but the problem is that. Uh, I don't have the funding or a capital, by the way. And then, yeah, please, can you just give me information where to from here? Thank you so much. This is Sam Gosinger here in Deben. Thank you very much, Atima, for that voice note. So, Nongkosi, there's a, a, I'm sure there's a lot of people like this Atima who say, I've got the land, I've got the passion, I've done my research. Gepa, I don't have any money to start with. Um, what help can they get? I wish to be part of this last conference because <laughs> we had all of those people trying to answer those questions, actually. Uh, but um, what I can say to the Itima, uh, this Sunday at half past five uh, will be, as you know, Manduli, we just don't talk for the sake of talking. We want to give our listeners uh, good quality information like him. At half past five, I will be sharing... Uh, where they will get the Zoom details from. We are going to be calling for someone who's giving a market to the people that wants to do pig farming. 
right, in the, then we'll be able to explain to them where and how they can go about securing funding. The DFIs which were there, they were able to be very clear about processes. Actually, we'll still continue Manduli because this is very important. It serves, it serves me to have to hear our listeners saying we want to do this, but we don't, have, we don't know how to go about this. Please keep an ear because we will be inviting them. We agreed that we'll invite them virtually to make it easy for those people who could not make the conference to explain to them the procedure because generally what causes people not even to secure funding is they don't know how to go about even putting up an, a business plan or applying and complying to the, the, that particular institution. So Sunday, our A-team must listen. After this, we'll give the details for the Zoom. No, don't waste time. Let's give the details now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think on our 0822-52217 number, uh, they can just WhatsApp, we'll send them. But more than that, on our uh, Facebook page, Amanda Omnoto, together with our website, our IT team, they are going to, as of tomorrow, upload that. I think our A-team, if he's not part of the WhatsApp group, um, just WhatsApp me now after the show. I'll be sitting for the next 30 minutes to send them the link so that at least they are able to follow us. Uh, as as we announce some of these things beyond radio. Okay, give us the WhatsApp number one more time. 0822 They can WhatsApp me. I'll still be awake until 12. Sure. Hi, this is a real <laughs> businessman, one that does not sleep and is ready to assist. So, Nongkosi, uh, taking us further, access to markets. This is what every business person who has started a business is always um, anxious about. When you get into the pig farming business, is it easy to access markets? We, are, we try to make it very easy for them to access the market. Firstly, uh, I've learned over years that it's very important for a person to be trained in what they want to do. No matter how passionate you can be, but without proper training, it's going to be a challenge for you uh, to even understand the intricacies and the dynamics of what it means to be a pig farmer or anything like that. So that is why uh, we have secured a, a market and a very good one at that. It's a, it's a market that uh, we'll be discussing on Sunday so that we make it easy for them to access it. But more than that, to know what to do with pig farming. Because Manduli, Yongindo, it just doesn't happen by process of osmosis. It needs dedication, commitment. It needs us. It needs us as entrepreneurs to know that we are in this uh, uh, together. We are in this for life, and we want to succeed by all means necessary. So this is why we want to teach them and guide them and coach them and mentor them on the dynamics of business beyond just technical uh, issues of farming, particularly the pig farming. It's going to be a very interesting one um, uh, because, yeah, I think a lot of people are keen on getting into farming and also the access uh, to markets and getting information. Is there going to be a training session as well anytime soon? Yes. Uh, there will be training uh, on Sunday at half past five for December 2022. We'll hold a free Zoom session where we'll talk uh, a piggery as well as green incentive program. 
that is for those in tourism, particularly those who are owning your BNBs. These are free virtual sessions that we are going to be having to make sure that we help our 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 farmers and those that want to do other businesses. Then we'll continue, therefore, with other trainings. We'll tell them as to how the trainings will go about and how much of the trainings. For those that have been trained as well, we need to refresh them and, and, and we'll try and invite those that, uh, you know, give funding like the DFIs who are there as part of our conference. And where they can find us, Manduli, it's www.amandlaomnoto.co.za or Amanda Omnoto Facebook page, or Google it to Chikaba Facebook page. Just go like my Facebook page, and then we can interact from there. Nongosi, one last time, that uh, WhatsApp number, as uh, I'm getting uh, uh, messages here, people are saying, we can't get him. He's speaking too fast. Give us that number one last time, please. It's 8 222 222-52217. Excellent. Nungosi, thank you so very much for opening up our minds and our thoughts and our abilities to this new way of farming. Um, pig farming, I think this is one of the ways to go. Thank you so much, Mpemba. It's easy the way it's going. Indeed. Let's go there and work and make our country great. Excellent. Hey, teamers, it's uh, time for us to go to the news. After the news, though, we're going to be talking to Natalie, uh, Nicole Detroit, who's a sex coach, and we are talking about how we can talk to our children, educate our children about sex in this digital age so that they don't end up becoming um, victims of online exploitation because a lot of that is happening. It's very important for us to conscientize our children on every single level. So make sure you are tuned in. But uh, the children should not be tuned in. Anyone under the age of 18 or who's sensitive should not tune in uh, after 11. Let's go to Greg Hose with the final news bulletin. Good evening, Greg.